Hello and welcome back to Tani Talks Radio, brought to you by Sheer Enjoyment Radio, powered by Radio.com. This is the Sheer or the show where we talk some topics for the week for the audience members to keep. We are on the Google Play app, Sheer Enjoyment Radio, S-H-I-U-R space E-N-J-O-Y-M-E-N-T space R-A-D-I-O. App, Sheer Enjoyment Radio app on the Google Play Store. We're also on the Apple App Store. Sheer Enjoyment Radio, same words. You could also listen to us on our streamer link if you like, the way I used to do it back in WYUR days. Listening via live stream is great. Streamer.radio.co slash S33C91F0E4 slash listen. It's also in the links we send out all the time. Streamer.radio.co slash S33C91F0E4 slash listen. You could also call us on our f- call in line 520-453-8302. 520-453-8302. Also send us an email. SheerEnjoymentRadio at gmail.com. SheerEnjoymentRadio at gmail.com. So some weeks we talk a sheer, some weeks we talk topics of a show. This is one of the weeks where we talk a sheer. And this week I wanted to talk about the idea of the talus. You ever wonder why we wear a talus? Ever feel the real connection when embracing yourself in the talus? The question is, where does the idea of talus come from? Why do we wear a talus? Why do we embrace ourselves in the talus? When we think about the talus, we're calling it the embracing of Hashem's connection. Do we feel the the hug, the metaphorical hug from Hashem when we wear it? Do we feel the connection to Hashem where we wear it? When we wear it, why do we wear it? How do we feel that we wear it? I remember back in the days when my wife and I were getting married, we went to this special Keter Judaica store in the middle of Brooklyn. I think it was Borough Park. And they had all this collection, all this ability to choose different talis and different styles. And many people get the black one, the one that has the black stripes, and many people get the different ones. My dad himself, I love a show, he had a blue one, blue stripes, so I wanted to get a blue one for the weekday, and a special one for Shabbos, for Shabbat. So we got a nice one for Shabbos, which is kind of gray stripes, kind of silvery stripes, and a really nice material, very nice length, and I got the thick strings, I like those strings a lot, and then for the weekday one, the blue, with a little bit of gold also, and I Put my, we put my dad's guitar on it also, symbolizing different things, and the strings are also thick. But when we wear the talus, we should feel like we're being embraced by Hashem. We should feel like we're connected to Hashem, and that we're having the hug by Hashem. So there are many, many different sources about the talus, and it's interesting because literally just in the Parsha, in the Asics Parsha, we ended off with talking about tzitzis. So how apropos to talking about the talus, talking about the tzitzis, talking about the strings, talking about the connection to being involved in actually wearing the talus. We know the very, very famous phrase that comes from the Torah talking about there are many, many other sources involved in the talus as well, besides for that very famous source about tzitzis itself. So right away, when we go and we look at Sefer Bamidbar, when we look at the Parshiot in Bamidbar, we see that Hashem says to Moshe to speak to the Jewish people, very famous, instruct them to make for themselves the fringes, the tzitzis, loosely related and explained as fringes, but really tassel strings, whatever you want to call it. But you put that on the corners of their garments throughout the ages. Let them attach a cord of blue, which we don't do right nowadays because we'll explain that, to the fringe at each corner. That shall be your fringe. Look at it. Recall all the commandments of Hashem. 
observe them so you do not follow your heart and your eyes in your other ways and your other urges thus shall you be reminded to observe the commandments and be holy to Hashem understanding when we read this Pasuk every day, when we dive into Hashem twice a day in Marvin and Shachris, we talk about the Shema, we talk about Vayomer Hashem al-Moshalim or al Ben Yisrael v'yomartel lehem v'yesu lehem tzitzis al-kanfei b'gdem l'dorasam v'yesu al tzitzis al-kanfei b'gdem All that paragraph, all those Pesukim, obviously now it's getting jumbled in my head. But every day we sing that. Every day we, we, we pray about it. We dive into Hashem about it. And every day we wear it. Of course, through the Talas Katan, starting from when we're very young and for many people and bar mitzvah for real but even earlier for boys you know once the boys cut their hair at age three for those who wait to age three the first thing they're given besides the kippah is the tzitzis training them very early on to feel the embrace of hashem to feel the connection to hashem to feel the hug and the attachment to hashem because there's a connection early on that we are supposed to use material items material objects to connect to Hashem, to make ourselves feel close to Hashem. And the talus, the talus katan, which is the tzitzis, and the talus gadol, which is the actual talus, that is a way to connect to Hashem. So Svarta might have the ability, might have the minhag, the custom, to wear a talus much, much early on, even at bar mitzvah, but Ashkenazim, oftentimes the ability to wear a talus, the zechus, to wear a talus is at marriage. So once you get married under them, the chuppah, the chuppah itself has a talus for many people, and then after that you start wearing it all the time. When you wear the talus, I, I always feel it's like a regal garment, it's like a royal garment, and it's a way of really attaching ourselves to Hashem, using this type of a thing. Metaphorically, they say, when Hashem says to Hashem, or whatever the exact words he used, when Hashem says to Hashem, when Moshe says to Hashem, show me your ways, Hashem says, nobody could see me, nobody could see me and live. So Hashem puts Moshe in a cliff, in a mountain, covers up his eyes as it were, whatever that means, Hashem didn't let Moshe see me, covered up his eyes with his hands, Hashem doesn't have hands, but he says you could see my back, you can only see some aspects, and the commentators point out, the Mepharshim point out, what do you think Moshe saw? What do you think Moshe was actually having a vision of? What did he actually see of Hashem? So Moshe, they say, actually saw the back of Hashem, whatever that means, he saw the the back of Hashem. He only saw some understandings, not really fully understanding, but he saw the back. And what he saw was the back of Hashem, the knot of the back of the tefillin. You know, when you see the dalin, and he saw the back of the talis. So, as it were, Kiviyachal Hashem was wearing a talis tefillin, whatever that means. And of course, we ourselves, as humans, as human beings, we wear a talis as well. And of course, it starts with the parsha that just came, talking about Darbero Bnei Shavu Martelahem, Biasulahem Tzitzis, making the Tzitzis, making the talis, making the connection to Hashem. So that's the first source. It literally comes from the Sefer Bamidbar, which we really just read very recently, Ashkacha Pratis. It also says in Bamidbar, in Perak Tetvav, later on, a few Pesukim later, remember, I am Hashem, your God. I brought you out of the land of Egypt. I brought you out of Mitzrayim to be your God. I, your God. So many times Hashem says, Ani Hashem. Ani Hashem, Ani Hashem. Why? One in connection with many different mitzvahs, but especially the mitzvahs of Sitzes and the mitzvahs of the Talas. Why? Because as we'll see a little later on, one of the different sources, 
we'll see actually in the next source, is that there's a connection to all the mitzvahs. How do we know? Because Rashi points out, we'll bring the source now, from the Bamidbar Tedvav, you shall remember all the commandments of Hashem. I am Hashem who brought you out of Mitzrayim. I am Hashem. You remember all the commandments of Hashem. The tzitzes, how do the tzitzes remind us of all the mitzvahs of Hashem? How do they teach us and give us hints to remember all the mitzvahs of Hashem? Because the word tzitzes, in the word tzitzes, is a gematria. Gematrium is, of course, the way to compare letters, the osios, in the Hebrew language to different numerical values. So, in Aleph is 1, and Bez, Bez is 2, up to Chaf, which is 20, and Lamed is 30. Once we get to Tav, we get up to 400. And then we have Tzad, Tzadi is 90, and we have Yud, which is 10. So the word sits as if you spell it, Tzadi, Yud, Tzadi, Yud, Tav. How much Gematria does that equal? So Tzitz is when you spell it, Tzadi, Yud, Tzadi, Yud, Tav, it reminds one, it reminds a person of all the commandments of all the mitzvahs because the numerical value, the gematrium of the letters of the word tzitzis is 600. Tzadi 90, yud 10. Tzadi 90, yud 10, tough 400. 400 plus 10 plus 90, 500 plus 10 plus 90, 600. How do we get to 613? We get that there are eight threads, so you add 8 to 600, so you're at 608, and then you add 5 knots, so you have 608 plus 5, and then you get 613, which is also the number of the commandments of the Torah. So the tzitzes themselves, the mitzvah themselves, and of course the tzitzes is on the talus katan, what we call the tzitzes themselves, the tzitzes is on the talus gadol, which is what we call the, the larger tzitzes, the tzitzes in the, in the Talas Gadol, and there's 613 comparisons. So all the tzitzes, when you look at them, they're supposed to remind you of all the mitzvahs in the Torah, remind you of all the ways of the connection to be involved in attaching yourself to Hashem and attaching yourself to the Torah itself. Tzitzes, 613. 613. Sadi Yud, Sadi Yud Taf, 613. The Gemara Menachos points out, it was taught in a Brisa that the Pasuk says that when you look upon it and remember all the commandments of Hashem and do them, this teaches that looking at the tzitzes, looking at the fringes, looking at those strings is supposed to remind you. It's supposed to lead to you being remembered of all the commandments of Hashem to do them. By looking at the actual fringes, it leads to remembering the mitzvos and remembering them leads to doing them. When you're reminded of all that's of all the mitzvahs in the Torah, you're reminded of the fringes of the six thirteen. It reminds us of the mitzvahs and it leads us to doing the mitzvahs. When you remember that there's so many ways to serve Hashem, there's so many ways to be connected to Hashem, it should lead us to have more practical application of being involved in the mitzvahs for Hashem. Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai says, anyone who is diligent. And we're going to see this source again. Anyone who is diligent in the mitzvah of the tzitzes, in the mitzvah of ritual fringes, merits the divine presence, merits the shechina, merits Hashem Himself as the presence. It is written that you may look upon it, O Tom. And when you look upon it, when you see it, you see Hashem as well. You're involved in the tzitzes, you're involved in the fringes, you're meriting the divine presence as well. The Ebenezer points out on Bamidbar Tetvav, where is the major, major source for its itself, or talus itself, it shall be unto you for a fringe. 
the thread at the end was like the fringe. The other interpretation is the one which the, the Chachamim explain. Now the first interpretation is nullified in view of the fact there are true witnesses to the second explanation. The rabbis transmitted us the law that this commandment, this mitzvah, applies to a garment that has four corners and that the tzitzes are fringes. This commandment states, this mitzvah states that everyone who has a four-cornered garment shall always cover himself with it during the day. But it has to be a garment that is actually worn, a garment that is actually used, that actually has relevance to you. It can't just be a random garment lying around, a random blanket that you use every once in a while, something that you actually wear, something that actually attaches and, and connects yourself to you. When you wear the talus, when you wear the scissors, do you feel the metaphorical embrace of Hashem? Do you feel the metaphorical connection, the metaphysical connection to Hashem by attaching yourself to His mitzvahs, attaching yourself to His commandments? That's what we should feel on some level. When we wear those scissors, when we wear those fringes, when we wear that garment, we should connect and feel connected to Hashem. The Gemara points out in Menachos 44a, Mem Dalad Amr Aleph, that the sages taught, the Chacham taught, this Chilazon was a special creature that would give the special bluish type of dye, the sky blue type of dye that was supposed to be used in one string of the tzitzes. Nowadays, there are some people that believe they found the Chilazon, but it's not universally accepted. It's not widely accepted at all. So it can't be that, that that's exactly what it is. It has to be universally accepted. They had this special type of a squid, if you will, a special type of an animal, the Chilazon. This is the source of the sky blue dye used in the ritual fringes in the cities. It has the following characteristics. Its body resembles the sea. Its form resembles that of a fish. It emerges once in 70 years, once in 70 years. And with its blood, one dyes wool sky blue for ritual fringes. It's not even that it excretes things. It's the actual blood of this chilazon is blue, the sky blue for the actual tzitzis. It is scarce. It is hard to find. And therefore, it is expensive. It is taught in a bryson. Rabbi Nassan says, There is no mitzvah, however minor, that is written in the Torah, for which there is no reward given in this world. So if, in the olden days when the chilazon was around, if you exerted yourself to find that chilazon, which is so scarce, so scarce, so hard to find, if you exerted yourself to get that dye, to, for that fringe, for that tzitzis, even though it comes once in 70 years, you get major, major reward for that. Major reward. We know even Prakayovas teaches Lefumtsar Agra. According to the exertion is the reward. So if there's a lot of exertion to find the Chilazon, to get that Tchelas, to get that actual dyed string, how much more so is the reward for doing so? The Pasuk says in Devarim, in Parak Chafbet, you shall make the tassels, you shall make the tzitzes on the four corners of the garment which you cover yourself, a garment that you're covered with, a garment that you're involved with, a garment that is actually on your person that you're embracing yourself with. And it says in Bamibur also, when you make the tzitzes, when you speak to the people, instruct them that they make the fringes for themselves. It's really a mitzvah to be involved in the tzitzes itself. If they unravel or if they loosen, if you're able to understand the, the ways of the tzitzes, how to make the tzitzes. I remember as a kid, I think we once went to a mitzvah or tzitzes factory, maybe, and they tried teaching us how to make the tzitzes. It was very complicated, especially for a kid. But, you know, it wraps over, and then you tie it, and then you make sure you, it's, 
it's really tied and it's tied well, a person should be involved in making it for themselves, and then they should attach the cord of bloom to the fringes, to the tzitzes at each corner. It should be that you're actively involved in itself. And we should look at the talus, we should look at the tzitzes every day, ideally, but at least once a week, if not throughout the weeks, to make sure that the tzitzes are connected, to make sure they're not unraveling, to make sure that they're not coming apart, that they're not fraying, or make sure they're not getting disintegrated. Especially true for kids' tzitzes. I don't know about you, but our boys are active, wild, energetic, wonderful boys, and the tzitzes can be gone through like water. They go through it so quickly. How many How many have we gone through in, in so many years since they started wearing it around three? have to make sure to try to have them toilet trained before, and we don't want the tzitzes to get dirty by any, any means, but we want to make sure that it's a, a garment that is intact and it's in a good way and it's in a good ability to be worn in the right way. The Gemara points out in Menachos 43b, it is taught in a brisem, on Mem Gimel on the bed, it is taught in a brisem, a mayor would say, what is different about Techelas? What is different about this Techelas from all other types of color such that it was chosen for the midst of ritual fringes, it was chosen for the tzitzes? Why Techelas? It is because, very famous, Tzachelas is similar in its color to the sea. And the sea is similar to the sky. The sky is similar to the throne of glory, to the Kiseh HaKavar Hashem's chair himself, Kivyacha, whatever that means, there's no physical aspects, obviously, to Hashem. As it is stated, and they saw the God of Israel, the King of Israel, they saw Hashem, and there was under His feet the like of a paved work of sapphire stone and the like of the very heaven for clearness. So when we see the tzitzes, especially the blue fringe, especially the blue techeles fringe, when we see that, we're supposed to think about the sea and then we think about the sky and then we think the sky relative to Hashem where he sits and we think about Hashem himself on the Kisei HaKavot sitting on the throne, passing judgment, passing laws and rules every day, throughout the day, all day, for mankind. So we see the tzitzes, we think of Hashem ultimately. First sea, sky, throne of glory, and Hashem himself. The tzitzes are supposed to remind us of Hashem himself, remind us of all of the commandments. So if we think about all the mitzvahs, we think about all the commandments, we think about how we could connect to Hashem at every level, the tzitzes are supposed to be that embracing of Hashem's presence, that connection to Hashem's presence, the ability to actually feel that embracing of Hashem's connection, to feel that closeness to Hashem. The Shulchan Aruch points out in the Orachayim and Yud Zayim, women and slaves are exempt from wearing tzitzes because it is a time-dependent commandment. It is mitzvah sasei man grama, it is time-dependent. Ramaz says if they wish to wrap in tzitzes and say the blessing on it, it's up to them to do so, as with all time-dependent commandments. But the Tosos and the Rosh and the Ran, Rosh Hashanah, first chapter in Kedushan is what he's talking about. However, it looks as if they're doing it to appear more observant than others, then they should not wear the tzitzes. It's not commandment of the person, rather of the object. Because this is something that is, you're supposed to put it on, you're supposed to wear it by day, you're supposed to be involved with it while you could see. At nighttime, the mitzvah doesn't apply as much anymore. It's for the daytime, so you could see the tzitzes strings, you could see the talus, you could see the tzitzes, and you can be involved in the mitzvah every single day. Interestingly, in Devarim, in, in the Sefer Devarim, we talk about how to make the tzitzes. But when it comes to, in general, 
you're not supposed to wear cloth, you're not supposed to wear shotness for whatever reasons, for esoteric reasons that might not have an, a logical explanation, but there's always an explanation, we, might ju we just might not know it. You shall not wear cloth combining wool and linen. You can't wear semer or pishtim together. You can combine the two, but you shall make the tassels on the four corners of the garment which you cover yourself. And how are you supposed to wear it? With the wool and linen combined. It's supposed to be together, even though in general you're not supposed to combine them for sitzes, there's an exception. Isn't that interesting? To take something that ordinarily would be forbidden, but for the sake of this precious mitzvah, it is set aside and it's allowed to be used. It's allowed to be involved with the mitzvah, the wool and linen, the, the semro pishtim, that usually a shot is, is allowed to be used together and is supposed to be used together. And it's supposed to be how the tzitzes come about. So that is how it's supposed to be in order to do this mitzvah in general. So when it comes to Devarm, that's what it says in Sefer Devarm. When it comes to the Sifri Bamidbar points out in 115, Hashem speaks to Moshe and says, They shall make for themselves tzitzes. They shall connect and they shall make for themselves the tzitzes. The woman to are included in the midst of tzitzes. Rav Shimon exempts them, as we spoke about a little earlier, because it's a time-based, only in the daytime, positive commandment, positive mitzvah, from which the women are exempt. This being the principle of Shimon said, women are exempt from all time-based positive commandments, as we said before. Rav Yudah ben Bava said, of certainty, the sages exempted them from the tzitzes, especially of veil. They're acquired in a wrap only because sometimes it's covering in that. But really, it's a time-bound mitzvah. Really, it's for the daytime to be involved in. And the Bamidbar points out earlier, by Hashem's command, Moshe was sent by Hashem's command to the will, to send them out from the wilderness of Par and all of them, leaders of the Israelites. Everyone has to be involved in this in this mitzvah. It's not just for the Kalanim, it's not just for the Levim, it's not just for the kings. It's for every single person. Every single person in the Bnei Israel, all the men, all the boys of the right age are supposed to be involved in it as well. In Gemara Menachos 42b, the Gemara talks about how Rav Yehuda says that Rav says, If one prepared the tzitzes from threads that protrude from the fabric like thorns, kotsim, or if he prepared them from threads that were used to sew the garment and remain attached to it, or from the strings, geradin, that hang from the bottom of a garment, the ritual fringes that tzitzes are unfit. Why? As one must attach the tzitzes to a garment for the sake of the mitzvah, l'shem mitzvah sitzes, l'shem mitzvah sitzes, just like the shame mitzvah matzah, has to be done for the right mitzvah, for the right intent. But if you prepare the tzitzes from swatches of wool that were not spun for the sake of the mitzvah, it's not going to work. It has to be done for the sake of the mitzvah, it has to be done inherent with the proper kavanah, with the proper intention, with the proper outlook and the proper aspect to be involved in the mitzvah. And the Gemara Menachos also points out in 43a, Rav Yehuda would affix white and sky blue strings to the garment, Perzuma of his wife. Every morning he would recite the blessing to wrap ourselves in garments with ritual fringes with the tzitzis. For the Gemara asks from the fact that he would affix, affix the tzitzis to the garments, it is apparent he holds that the obligation of the tzitzis is a positive mitzvah that is not time-bound. So interestingly, there was a sage that did that also. But in general... The tzitzes are something that are for during the day for the connection to Hashem, embracing in Hashem's presence. The tzitzes are to embrace ourselves and the talus in Hashem's presence. The Gemara points out in Gemara Sota in Yud Zayin Amud Aleph, Rava further taught as reward for that which our patriarch, which are of 
Avram said to the king of Sodom that I will not take a thread nor a shoe strap nor anything that is yours that's in Sefer Barathees distancing himself from anything not rightfully his his children merited two mitzvahs because Avram said I'm not taking the shoe strap I'm not taking a thread I'm not taking anything I don't want to benefit anything from you from the king of Sodom there were two merits, two mitzvahs that came about because of what Avram did, what Avram said. The thread of sky blue wool worn on the tzitzes and the strap of the tefillin. Because he talked about the thread and the shoe strap, these two wonderful mitzvahs came about in his merit. The children, the B'nai merited the, the thread for the tzitzes, the threads for the tzitzes, and the straps for the tefillin. God willing, we're going to talk about tefillin another time, but they obviously have those leather straps involved. So talking about a shoe strap, talking about a strap equals a tefillin. And talking about the threads, the fringes, that equals the tzitzes themselves. The Gemara asks, talking about going into the idea about the tefillin and the tzitzes, but because of Avram, because of what Avram did, his upright manner, his righteousness in his life, we were able to merit the tzitzes and the tefillin. The Gemara Shabbos points out on 27a on Chav Zayin Amun Aleph. Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak also said those statements of the Tani of the school of Rabbi Shmuel do not refer to the halachos of ritual impurity. They refer to another topic. In his opinion, the Tana of the school of Rabbi Shmuel came to say, just as the halachos of leprosy are limited to garments made from wool and linen, so do all garments mentioned in the Torah are made from wool and linen. This comes to include the law of the tzitzes. The obligation of the tzitzes applies only to those materials. So if you have wool, you have linen, you're involved in that, that's how you make the tzitzes. And interestingly, both are connected in and of itself. And then the Gemara Menachos also says on Membet Amad Aleph, the Gemara relates that Rav Nachman found Rav Adabar Ahava fixing strings to a garment and reciting the bracha that concludes to prepare the tzitzis. So Rav Nachman said to Rav Adabar Ahava, what is this tzitzis sound that I hear? This is what Rav says. Tzitzis do not require a bracha when one attaches them to the garment. With regard to the statement of Rav, the Gemara relates that when Rav Huna passed away, Rav Chista went to raise a contradiction, but according to this, maybe it doesn't. But really, of course, we know that we say the bracha when we put on the, the talis and when we put on the tzitzis itself. That's how we go about in our own life. And when we think about the blessing, when we think about the bracha, when we think about the aspect of wearing the tzitzis, wearing the talis, do we actually think about what the words mean? Do we actually think about what we're saying? Do we actually think about what we're doing. We take the the garment, we take what we have in our life, and we should think about what we're saying, we should think about what we're wearing. So we, we go and we wake up and then we go to Moda'ani, and then we have a whole beautiful paragraph that involves in in what what we're wearing and what we're doing. It when we put on the tzitzit, we literally say to Hashem, we literally say and then we say Loosely translated by Rabbi Artskom, we say, Blessed you Hashem, our God, who has 
King of the universe, who has sanctified us with his commandments. He has commanded us regarding the commandment of sitzes. And then we say this fascinating here at Son, may it be your will, Hashem, my God and the God of my forefathers, that the commandment of sitzes be as worthy before you as if I had fulfilled it in all its details, all its implications and all its intentions, as well as the 613 commandments that are dependent upon it. I mean, so 613 mitzvahs that are dependent upon tzitzes, because we already established the connection between the tzitzes and all the commandments. So if you do a good job with the tzitzes, it can lead it to remembering and thinking about not only the, all the commandments, all the Torah, Tariyag, mitzvahs in life, but also Hashem Himself. And then when we say, when we put on the talis also, there's also a few fascinating things. We say a barchi nafshi, we say l'shem yichud, which we don't say before the tzitzes, mind you, but we say it before the talis. Then we say a hareni, and then we say the actual bracha itself. And we say a mayakar. And so in the l'shem yichud, if we think about the words also, fascinating. Not going to say the Hebrew version, it's a little long, but when we put on the on the talis and we say Baruch Hinafshi, we're saying, Hashem, bless my soul. You are very great. You have clothed yourself in majesty and splendor. So when we put on the talis, when I put on the talis, I really feel like it's a majestic garment. I really feel like it's a garment full of splendor. It's full of regalness and royalty. We talk about how Hashem is wrapped in light with the curtain, stretching out the heavens like a curtain. And so too, when we put on the talus, we should feel that it's a beautiful, majestic, royal garment. Like we're nobility, like we're royalty, coming from Hashem Himself. And then we say, L'Shem Yichud, for the sake of the unification of Hashem, blessed is He in His presence, in fear and love to unite His name. Yudke with Vavke, in perfect unity in the name of all of Israel. This Lashem Yechad, we don't always say in all the mitzvahs. We say them on some mitzvahs, like on Talis, showing about the unification, the majesty of Hashem, which comes to show that the Talis itself is embracing us, is enclothing us, not a real word making it up, but is wrapping us in the beautiful presence and connection of Hashem. And then we say a Harani as well. I'm ready to wrap my body in sitzes so that my soul, may my soul, my 248 organs, my 365 sinews, which interestingly, of course, adds up to 613. We have 248 organs and 365 sinews, a sinew a day, because they're 365 days a year. Interesting that they should be wrapped in the illumination of sitzes, and this comes right from the sitter right before we put on the talus. They should be wrapped in the illumination of sitzes, which has the numerical value of 613. Just as I cover myself with the talus in this world, so may I merit the rabbinical garb and a beautiful cloak in the world to come in the Garden of Eden, Gan Eden. Through the commandment of sitzes, may my life force, my spirit, my soul, and my prayer be rescued from the external forces. May the talus spread its wings over them and rescue them like an eagle awakening its nest, fluttering over its young. May the commandment of sitzes be worthy before Hashem. Blessed is he, as if I had fulfilled it in all its details, all its implications, and all its intentions, as well as the 613 commandments that are dependent upon it, Amen Selah. What a beautiful prayer. Sometimes if we just think about davening that the Anshe Knesset Sagadola put together, it is fascinating. The words, beautiful, eloquent, majestic words and majestic prayer. And here, of course, so much royalty and regalty involved in the talis itself. And then, of course, we say the bracham, baruchat Hashem, al-kinim al-chalam, 
When we wear the talus, it's not just about wearing the talus, but we use the word lehisatef, which means to he has commanded us regarding really to wrap ourselves in the talus, really to and really to enclose ourselves in the talus, to wrap ourselves in the tzitzis. Blessed are you, Hashem, our God, the King of the universe, who has sanctified us with His commandments, the very familiar text for many brachos, and has commanded us to wrap ourselves in tzitzis, to wrap ourselves in His presence, to wrap ourselves in His connection with the beautiful garment that is the talus. Then we say a beautiful prayer also, Amaya Kar. How precious is your kindness, Hashem. The Son of Man, take refuge in the shadow of your wings. Again, the the alliteration, the allegory, the metaphor of what the talus is supposed to represent, being in the embrace of Hashem. May they be sated from the abundance of your house, and may you give them to drink from the stream of your delights, for with you is the source of life. By your light we shall see its light. Extend your kindness to those who know you and your charity to the upright of heart. So we see even in the text, even in the words, even in the phraseology of the talus itself, it guides us and directs us to how we're wrapping ourselves in Hashem's presence. We're connecting ourselves to Hashem's presence through the talus, through the talus gadol, through the sitzes itself. Our connection, using those fringes, using that 613 as a mnemonic, and, and when we're zelcha to finally get the color back again, maybe speed on our days, to remind us of the sea, which reminds us of the heaven, which reminds us of the kisein, which reminds us of the sapphire, reminds us of Hashem himself. So the 613, the strings are supposed to remind us of all the mitzvahs. We wrap ourselves and embrace ourselves in the royal garment, the regal garment of this talus, and it reminds us of the mitzvahs and reminds us of Hashem himself as well. So the Gemara also says in Menachos again, 43b, a lot of sits talk in Menachos, the Gemara asks, as for the rabbis, what do they do with this phrase, that you may look upon it, from which Rabbi Shimon derives that the nighttime garment is, is exempt. So it talks about that you may look upon it and remember, teaches that you should see this mitzvah and remember another mitzvah that is contingent upon it. Which mitzvah is that? The mitzvah of the recitation of Shema. Because if we think about it, in Shema we have the three paragraphs. We have the three aspects of Shema. We have Shema, we have Yahafta, we have Hayam, and Vayomer. Vayomer is all about tzitzes. It's no coincidence that Shema was put in with tzitzes. That tzitzes was put in with Shema. That it was put in those paragraphs. Because Shema is really about being Mekabal Ol really being accepting Hashem into our life, accepting that Hashem is one, accepting that we have to love Hashem with our entire being, with our entire life when we go on our way and when we when we're on the way and when we're in our life and we bind our thrill into ourselves again we'll talk about that another time and we have the mezuzahs on our life and if we listen to Hashem we're serving Hashem Hashem will give us the good things and Hashem will give us the grains looking at the Shema now and He'll give us to be able to eat and be satiated and be careful that you don't go after the wrong ways and make sure to follow Hashem don't let Hashem get upset at you by doing the wrong things that you take the words He gives us and you bind it to yourself you embrace Hashem to your life when you're going in the way and you write things on your mezuzahs and you write things into your life you remember the right ways and right after that right after saying that Hashem will lengthen our days and the days of our children on this earth that Hashem promises to us the next thing we talk about is sitzes because sitzes is really in comparison to all the mitzvahs and the way of life that we're supposed to do so it naturally flows in the Shema to go into Vayomer 
that we're talked about making, we're told about making the tzitzis on our corners of our garments, that it'll be there. And you'll have to tell us that if you see the tzitzis, you remind yourselves of all the mitzvahs, you remind yourself of Hashem Himself to go on the right path, not to go after the wrong aspects, to follow your heart, to do the will of Hashem, and your eyes and your ears, and all aspects of you should follow Hashem in the right way, so that Hashem will be there and we can remember and do all the mitzvahs because tzitzis equals taryag with the gematrium with the numerical value and with the amount of strings and knots and that we will follow Hashem and that it will be good and He is the one He is Hashem who took us out of Egypt He is the one that took us into the land fascinating how it's put into the Shema but obviously not a coincidence everything is done on purpose Hashem purposely puts it there to be involved in the Shema itself and the Gemara Menachos also points out in 38a that if someone doesn't have the techelas, if someone doesn't have this, the, the, the colorful fringe, the, the blue techelas string, if you don't have it, it's okay. The absence of the sky blue techelas strings does not prevent fulfillment of the mitzvah of the tzitzes with the white strings. And the absence of white strings does not prevent fulfillment of the mitzvah of the sky blue strings of the techelas. If one only has one, he still wears it without the other. An absence of the, and we'll go on to another time, talking about tefillin, how if you have one and not the other, what you should do. But the tzitzes themselves, it's not holding it back. It's not ma'akev, the other part of the mitzvah. So nowadays when we don't have the chilazon or it's not universally accepted or not widely accepted where the techelas is and where the chilazon comes from, we do the white one, and even though it's missing the blue one, that's okay. It doesn't hold back from doing the mitzvah itself, from being involved in the mitzvah itself. The Gemara points out an erichin to be bet amad bet. The Gemara continues to ask questions. What is added by the statement of a brisa? Everyone is obligated in the mitzvah tithes. Don't we know that already? Aren't we told that time and time again? We see it from the Shema. We see it in general. What are we adding when it says that in a brisa that everyone is obligated in the mitzvah. The Gemara explains that it serves to add even a katan, a miner who knows how to wrap himself in a garment. As the Brisa teaches, a miner, a katan who knows how to wrap himself in a garment is obligated in the midst of ritual fringes, obligated in the midst of tzitzis. Isn't that interesting? He might not be able to, to daven properly, he might not be able to be involved in many different types of mitzvahs, but if he can wrap himself in a garment, if he can embrace himself in a garment, can connect to Hashem, can connect to the mitzvahs and wrapping in a garment, he has to do the mitzvahs of the tzitzis. He has to be involved in doing the tzitzis because it's all about embracing the connection of Hashem. It's all about embracing ourselves to Hashem. So if he can wrap himself in the garment, then he has to be involved in doing the mitzvah. Rashi points out in Bamidbar, when it says techelis, it's a blue-purple kind of a situation. It is the blue dye of the blood of the chilazon, which is the kind of the shellfish. Zechartim is called mitzvah Hashem. The tzitzes will remind one of all the commandments because the numerical value of those letters is 600 and the eight threads and the five knots reminds us that you have 613 which is also the number of commandments in the Torah. When it says velo sasuru the verb has the same meaning as they return from searching the land. So it'll help guide us, it'll help lead us, it'll help connect us help keep on to the path that'll help us make sure to go on to the path in the, the right way. The Gemara Nadarim 25a Chaf Hey Amad Aleph points out that there's a question. So 
if he's going to wear the, the, the tzitzis, if he's going to be involved in the tzitzis, then how should he go about it? Maybe there should be an oath given to the words that you will be fulfilling all the mitzvahs. Maybe we should ask a person that he's going to bind himself to actually do the mitzvahs, but the Gemara asks, answers, this isn't sufficing, because the phrase could indicate specifically the mitzvah of the tzitzis. The aspect of the tzitzis reminds us of the mitzvahs itself. So even using words is not sufficing. We need to do an actual action. We need to put an action to fruition and put an action into effect, wearing something, doing something, wearing the mitzvahs of tzitzis is what should be involved. The mitzvah of the tzitzis is equivalent, Gemar Nadarim 25a says, is equivalent to all the mitzvahs in the Torah. Consequently, if they accept upon themselves all the mitzvahs, they've intended to refer to the mitzvah of tzitzis at least, because when you do the mitzvah of tzitzis, you're involved in doing all the mitzvahs. Because oftentimes, when we're inspired, when we're uplifted, when we're enlightened, it's easy to feel inspired, but it's very easy to lose that very quickly. So a person is not holding, is not involved in tzitzis, but he hears about the tzitzis, he's inspired about the tzitzis. If he just thinks about it, it'll be gone. But if he puts to mind and puts to action and actually buys that pair of tzitzis right away, that's a good action. You have to connect inspiration to action. You have to connect an upliftness and enlightenment to actually doing something, to actually putting into account. So if you hear about the tzitzis, you want to do the mitzvah of tzitzis, you should buy the tzitzis and be involved in the tzitzis itself. Make sure to get the equivalent of all the mitzvahs in the Torah by doing the tzitzis in the right way. And the Gemara Menachos also points out in Abraisa 43b, when you look upon it and you remember the commandments of Hashem, we know that tzitzis is equivalent to all the mitzvahs of the Torah. You look upon it, you remember the commandments of Hashem, looking at them leads to remembering them and leads to doing the mitzvahs because it's not just about learning the mitzvahs it's not just about seeing the mitzvahs but actually it's about participating in the, in the mitzvahs of tzitzahs and in all mitzvahs in general you actually have to do it to be involved when fulfilling it instead of just learning about it and seeing it the Medrash points out in Medrash Tan Chuma in Shalach which we just had last week then Hashem spoke to Moshe talking about how they should make the tzitzis. It's related to the idea of or zaru al-atzadik. Light is sown for the righteous and gladness for those who have an upright heart. The, I don't remember the second part of the Pasuk, but light is sown for the righteous or zaru al-atzadik and gladness is given those who have an upright heart. It says also that Hashem wanted because of His righteousness to magnify and glorify the Torah. Hashem which you say all the time at the end of Perkei um, Avos, every time we finish a chapter, we just finished the season today. But every time we say that, we think about how Hashem wants us to magnify and glorify the Torah because of His righteousness, because of the, the right path to have in Torah. So Hashem made the Torah, made the mitzvahs, He wants to give them to the world to come. And if we think about how to come about doing the different mitzvahs, we should start and think about starting with the tzitzis themselves, because the tzitzis remind us of all other mitzvahs in the Torah. The tzitzis are equivalent to all other mitzvahs in the Torah, because it equals 613. So if you're meticulous in fulfilling the tzitzis for yourself, for your boys, for people in your life, it's equivalent on some level to being involved in upholding the Torah itself, because the, the gematrium shows 613. So we want to 
do the Torah properly. We want to be involved in the commandments and the mitzvahs properly in order to get the life of the world to come. There are so many commandments that Hashem gives us to try to guide our lives, to guard our ways in the right ways, and one of them is sitzes, which is supposed to remind us of all the mitzvahs in the Torah to begin with. The Rambam points out in the Mishnah Torah related to tzitzis in chapter 3, at all times a person should be heedful of the precept of the mitzvah concerning the tzitzis, since Holy Writ estimates that it is so weighty that all the commandments in the Torah may depend upon it. As it says, you shall look and remember all the commandments of Hashem. So on a constant basis we should check the talus, we should check that sits as we should check, check the fringes and check the knots and check the strings, check the bag that they're staying in, check in the bag that they're, the other bag is staying in, make sure to be meticulous in it, make sure to be involved in the midst of properly so that it is being done in the best way possible and is done in a heedful manner. The Svarno points out on Bamidbar in Perak Tedvav, you'll be reminded that you are Hashem's servants whose commandments you've accepted, reinforced by others known as Shavu and Allah. This reminder will be due to looking at the tzitzis that may be viewed as if the king placed a stamp on the body confirming that the wearer is one of his subjects. So oftentimes if there's a king, especially in the olden days, once upon a time there was a king, if there was a royal servant, if there was a noble servant, if there was someone in the king's esteem, he would have them wear a special thing, whether it be a special coat or a special hat or a special garment, whatever, a special sash. So our special badge, our special garment, of course, is that of the yarmulke for boys and the tzitzis for boys, that is our royal garb. So when we look at the tzitzis, it's as if Hashem himself, the king of all kings, the greatest king, the greatest ruler, the only true ruler, places a metaphorical stamp on our bodies, a stamp of approval, a stamp of Yahadud, a stamp of Judaism. That is the, the, that we are his subjects, we are his servants, we are his children. Wearing that tzitzis is the mitzvah garb that stamps us as his servant as says stamps stamps us as in his company and in his guard. This Cheskuni points out on Baratius in chapter nine in a Paraktet. Shame and Yafis took the bedcloth. So the idea is that even when involved in different things, even involved in it, taking care of their father who was not in a good position, not in a good place, especially after the mobble, and he had a lot of wine. So they took it to make sure that he was having the proper honor, the proper respect, and the proper cover, and the proper honor, not to be embarrassed or mavayish on any level. Because of this, because shame was initiating to make sure that Noah had the proper decency and the proper cover and respect, what he descended from for him was that the Jewish people were rewarded with the commandment to wear tzitzis on four corner garments because shame took the initiative to try to cover Noah and take care of Noah. So to his descendants were able to be involved in a garment, in a mitzvah involving a garment, that mitzvah of tzitzis. So a little bit of Avram with the shoe strap and the thread, a little bit of shame with the idea of making sure that his father didn't have shame, pun intended, the tzitzis came about. And of course, we know Yerushalayim itself was named because of Shem and Avram thinking about 
two, uh, giving it two different names and Hashem fusing them together. So here too, two reasons to fuse together the uh, the commandment of it. So it's a shame because making sure that his father was given the proper decency and honor and respect. And Avram making sure he didn't take even a thread or a shoe strap. Different reasons to be rewarded with the commandment to where it sits is on four corner garments. According to the statement in the Talmud and Sultan, the origin of the commandment had been when Avraham refused to accept even a thread or a shoelace from the loot of the war against Kedor Omer. So that's the two fusions coming together. The idea of the threads being involved in sits is whether it becomes from shame because he took care to take care of his father, or whether it became from Avram because he took care not to take even a thread. Different aspects of where the tits has come about, different aspects of how the tits has come about in our lives, in our ways. In Menachos 44a, the Gemara talks about anyone who does not have tits on his garments violates five positive mitzvahs. We need to make sure to be involved in wearing the tits in the right way because without that, there's a lot of violations going about. This is because the mitzvah of tzitzit is stated four times in the primary aspect, the primary paragraphs concerning the tzitzit in Bamidbar, that they prepare for themselves strings, they should put the fringe of the corner, and they should make sure to make the tzitzit and have the tzitzit, so they have four aspects there. And it could be that the fifth idea is that there are five knots in the eight strings. So involving ourselves, we want to make sure to do the tzitzit properly. If you don't have the tzitzit, you're not wearing the talus with the tzitzit properly, different mitzvahs are being violated and not being upheld and fulfilled. So we want to make sure to get it accomplished in the right way. We want to make sure to do it in the right way way so that we get all proper aspects from doing the mitzvah. The Shulchan Aruch points out in Orach Chaim that the strings have to be spun for their purpose. We talked about this before. L'shem mitzvah sits. The Ramah says some authorities are stringent to even comb them for this purpose to get out the knots, to make them nice and straight, to make them look nice. The custom is to be lenient, to be makel regarding combing. The Morachai and the Gura in section 23, the spinner should say at the start of the spinning to make the threads, to make the the garments, to make the tassels, that he is doing it for the right reason. He is doing it for the purpose of the tzitzes. Or he should say to someone who is making the spinning, doing the spinning, spin me fringes for a shawl. And if the strings were not spun for this purpose, they are unfit. So when we make the tzitzes, when we're involved in the tzitzes, it should be for the right reason. It should be for the right intent, for the right kavana, for the right attitude and the right outlook of what we're doing it for to make sure they are fit for the right reasons. The Gemara Nazir points out on 58a that Ravah raises a contradiction as written they shall put on the tzitzes on each corner a thread of sky blue. The phrase the fringe on each corner indicates that the tzitzes must be of the same type as the corner of the robe itself upon which they must place a thread of sky blue but it's written you shall not wear diverse kinds wool and linen together. The juxtaposition of these two second teaches that the tzitzes must be made from wool and linen, which we hinted to earlier, even though in general we're not allowed to wear shatnas, we're not allowed to wear tzemer pishtim together. Here, by tzitzes dafka, it's supposed to be that the tzitzes are made from wool and linen, which is interesting for this mitzvah itself. The Gemara Nivamos many weeks ago, we're in Nivamos now, finishing up. Gemara Nivamos 4b talks about how the Gemara asks, according to that which the school of Rabbi Shmuel taught, that the mention of wool and linen is superfluous is extra. Teaches they are not prohibited in the case of tzitzes. The reason is that Hashem specifically writes wool and linen. From here it is inferred 
like we said before, if it were not so, I would say that Hashem prohibits a mixture of diverse kinds and ritual in the in the tzitzis. Can it be considered in this case? But it isn't written, they shall make the fringes on the corners of the garment. But here, it's different because Hashem commanded it to be that way. The Mishnah Torah points out in tzitzis also in chapter 2, not to attach white tzitzis to one's garment is more culpable than to admit the blue thread. For the white are procurable by all, while the blue thread cannot be obtained in all places and at all times on account of the need of the special dye, uh, which was spoken about earlier, that it's very scarce, very difficult, only comes once in 70 years, and you have to use the special blood from the creature in order to make the bloom. Not so easy to get that, but not to attach white would be even worse, because the blue is difficult to find, but the white shouldn't be difficult to find. This Chiz Kuni points out in the Sefer Bab Midbar, when it's talking about to follow in the right paths, follow in the right ways, you must not go about after your hearts and whatnot. Whenever you look at one of my commandments, Hashem says, you are to remember that you are my servants, you are my avadim, and not free to follow your inclinations when they deviate from the commandments. We look at the tzitzis, it's supposed to remind us, of course, there's a famous story in the Gemara where there was a guy that would go around to many, many different people, and one time, the tzitzis smacked him in the face and and reminded him to get out of there, to get out of the situation. I think he did tshuva and maybe he passed away, but in general, the tzitzis were his reminder to follow the straight path, to get back on the straight path, even after deviating, even after veering off the path for a very long time. You look at the commandments, remember that you're a servant, remember your nobility, remember you're regal and royal, you're embracing yourself in the connection of Hashem. You are connecting to Hashem. You're using the talus as the embracing of Hashem's connection as a royal subject, as a regal subject that Hashem stamps us with His approval, wearing the talus, wearing the tzitzis on our garments. Wearing the tzitzis in our lives throughout our days. The chizkuni is talking about how we have to remember that we are the servants and not free to follow any inclination as best we can to, to fight Dean and Dead against the Yitzhahara and to do our best to follow the will of Hashem. Rashi says in Bamibar, when it says, Viasulahem tzitzis, to make the fringe, to make the tzitzis, it's called tzitzis because of the threads that hang down from it. Similarly, in Yecheskel, and caught me by the curls of my head, the tzitzis of my head, the word denotes something twisted as threads or curls. Another kind of explanation B, it's called tzitzis because of the command associated with it, you shall look at it. Similarly, looking mates, it's from the lattice. The word therefore denotes something looked at, because you're supposed to look at the tzitzis. Even art school talks about when you're involved in the Shema, when you're involved in saying the Shema, you're supposed to look at the tzitzis, especially in the middle of the Shema. So you take out the, the tzitzis each time it says tzitzis, you're supposed to look at them. But when it says Uri Isma, so you're supposed to actually touch it to your eyes in order to, to actually looking at the tzitzis and be involved in the tzitzis, making sure to understand that it's something you're supposed to look at, it's something you're supposed to be involved in your life to remind you of other tzitzis, remind you of the proper lifestyle to follow Hashem in our lives. That is the command to look at it involved in the paragraph of the Shema and in general.
Menachos points out in 28a, with regard to the four passages, the four aspects that are in the tefillin, which are the two passages, which are the two aspects in it, the mitzvahs and other ones, the absence of each prevents the fulfillment of the mitzvah. So too, even one letter missing prevents the fulfillment of the mitzvah. And when it comes to tzitzes, the four tzitzes on a garment, the absence of each prevents the fulfillment of the mitzvah with the others, as the four of them constitute one mitzvah. So you can't have a tzitzes which is three tassel strings. You can't have a tzitzes where you're missing three of the eight tassel strings. It has to be complete and full to be able to fully get the mitzvah done. And the Sefer HaChinuch points out that the root of the commandment is in the, the Pasuk in order that we always remember all the commandments of Hashem. There's no better reminder than carrying the seal of Hashem on your clothing at all times because a person is attentive to his clothing. And that's why a lot of people actually wear the tzitzes out. But do what you want in relation to how you feel comfortable in society at large. You recall all the commandments of, the, of Hashem. And they said that the word tzitzes alludes to the 613 commandments as we talked about earlier, earlier. In Yevamos, it also says on Daladam and Aleph that you shall not wear device kinds of wool and linen, but you shall make the tzitzes, the ones that prohibit against the, the wool and linen, is permitted to prepare the tzitzes, but really required to make the tzitzes with different kinds. The sky blue dyed threads of wool on the linen garments, shot as itself, showing that the positive mitzvah of tzitzes overrides the prohibition of not doing a shotness. Interesting that tzitzis is more powerful, obviously much more powerful, especially because it relates to many and all mitzvahs in the Torah. Though Rechaim points out in Bamidbar also that Hashem commanded that the threads be white to symbolize Hashem's attributes of mercy and goodness, something traditionally symbolized by the color white. The color blue symbolizes Hashem's mastery in the celestial region, seeing the color blue similar to the sea, similar to the color of the sky, similar to the sapphire on the throne of Hashem, whatever that means, and similar to Hashem himself. The number of threads, eight or four folded over, also symbolizes his holy name of four letters. So there's much symbolism in the tzitzes. There's much embracing being involved in the tzitzes itself, wearing the towels, wearing the tzitzes. We feel, we should feel the connection and the embracing of Hashem. And Gemara Brachos 12 talks about why was Sitzes put in Shema? We mentioned it earlier when its content is not exactly related to the preceding portions. Rabbi Yehuda Bar Chavita said the portion of Sitzes was added because it includes five elements, including the primary reason for its inclusion, the Exodus, the Yitzhiah from Mitzrayim. The Mitzvah of Sitzes mention of the, of the Yitzhiah from Mitzrayim, the acceptance of the Yoka Mitzvahs, admonition against the opinions of the heretics, many different things that are common themes in the Shema itself. In the Gemara, the Yerushalmi talks about in Brachos that we see, Rabbi Meir said, it doesn't say you shall see, but you shall see him. Te- telling us, teaching us that anyone who keeps the obligation of sentences was as if he were admitted to the presence of Hashem himself. Teaching us that the Chelas is similar to the sea, sea is similar to the to the, the heaven, and reminding us all the way up to the sky, similar to the throne of Hashem, and similar to the sapphire of Hashem's feet. Being involved in the idea that we have to see it, being involved in the senses, thinking about God's glory, thinking about all the mitzvahs in general. And Lakuti Maharan points out in 7, it's segula for someone who is ill, someone who is sick, to gaze at the tzitzis. It's the hidden meaning of the verse, your son Yosef is coming to you. For the words hint of the tzitzis, to the amount of strings, loops, and knots, I explained with the Priyat Chaim, saying that your son Yosef is coming to you, corresponding to the tzitzis as a result of he was strengthened by Yitzchazek Yisrael from Parsha Vayichim, my Parsha, my Bar Mitzvah Parsha. 
The Gemara Pesachim points out a very strong one line also, and we're on our last few sources here. Seven are ostracized by Hashem. Seven are ostracized or cut off or distanced from Hashem. One who does not have tzitzis on his garment. So make sure to have those tzitzis and to make sure to have them correctly and properly on your garment to make sure not to be ostracized, God forbid, by Hashem. And the Kutibaran also says, corresponding to the four tzitzis, the four tzitzis correspond to the Ruach of life. As in Yechezkel, Hashem says from the four directions comes the Ruach, it is through the tzitzis that the Ruach Se'eram, the Ruach of the opponents who go against the true tzaddikim, is subdued. And the Gemara Sota points out, who is an Amaharetz, who is an ignoramus, one of the people that is an Amaharetz, but as he says, it is anyone who does not have the tzitzis on his garment. Have those tzitzis, wear those tzitzis, be involved in those tzitzis. Let Hashem be stamping you as the, as the Jew, as the child of nobility of Hashem himself. Let you be the person that wears the talus, the royal, regal, noble garment to feel the connectedness to Hashem, to feel the embracing of Hashem, to make sure not to be seen as an Amaratz in any aspect. And Gemara Shabbos says in 23b, Rav Chuna said, one who is meticulous in performing the mitzvot sits his merits a beautiful garment, and, and by definition probably merits a beautiful life and a beautiful house, a beautiful family. If mitzvot sits involved all mitzvot, corresponds to all mitzvahs, so not only would it merit a beautiful garment, but probably would merit many other beautiful things as well. And our last two sources, Shulchan Aruch points out in Orachayim, some say it's necessary that the car and the talus and the tzitzit are the same, and those who are particularly accustomed to practices where Ramos says the Ashkenaz were accustomed to make only white tzitzit, even for colored garments, there's no need to change that custom to stay with it. So even though I have a silver, grayish talus on Shabbos, the tzitzit are still the yellowish, whitish. Even though there's a blue talus during the week, the tzitzit are still yellow yellowish whitish to stay with the minog that the Ramah points about with the Ashkenazim. And the Ramban points out lastly in Bamidbar, Hashem commanded the, the idea of tzitzis in order that we remember through it all the commandments. So the tzitzis are supposed to remind us of all the commandments are supposed to teach us about the connectedness to Hashem, teach us about the being royal to Hashem and being loyal to Hashem and really feeling that connection to Hashem, feeling that embraceness to Hashem, feeling that He's wrapping us in a hug, He's wrapping us in His divine embrace, feeling that we are fully connected to Hashem. So next time you wear your tzitzis, next time you wear your talis, think about being the royal subject of Hashem, being the noble subject of Hashem. Think about attaching yourself and embracing yourself to His connection, to His presence in your life. As we think about the tzitzis, we think about the talis, we think about the numerical value of 600 plus the 8 for the string and the five for the knots. We think about how we we say the brachos and we say the aspects relating to the mitzvah, how it relates to Hashem. We think about Hashem's royal garment, as it were, and we think about our royal garment, we think about Hashem embracing Himself in different perfect attributes, and we should embrace ourselves in good attributes. Think about this when we wear the talus, when we wear the tzitzis, and everybody should be zochot to have a talus and a tzitzis, especially if you haven't had yours, found yours, if you have children to teach them yet. Everyone should be zochot to find this, if you can find the children, but everyone should be zochot to wear a talus and wear a tzitzis and really understand the connectedness to Hashem, really understand the embracing of Hashem's connection and Hashem's presence in our life. Life. And if we could fully utilize that and connect to that, maybe we could fully, really connect to all the missiles and do them properly. And finally, hopefully, we'd be Zolcha for Mashiach to come speedily in our days and for the Beis Migdash to also come speedily in our days. And may that day, in fact, be.
be today. This has been Thai Talks Radio, where we talk some topics for the week on the Shear for the audience members to keep. We are findable and listenable on the Shear Enjoyment Radio app on the Google Play Store or on the Apple App Store. We are listenable on streamer.radio.co slash S33C91F0E4. We're also on 520-453-8302. 520-453-8302. And of course, we're on the Nucky Radio channel. All you have to do is go to portal.nakiradio.com and AKI. Get yourself an awesome, beautiful, wonderful Jewish kosher internet radio player and find our channel. Not only the Tani Talks podcast has a channel, Baruch Hashem, but Sheer Enjoyment Radio now has a channel too. And you can listen to us live on Monday nights at 8.30. You can also listen to pre-recorded episodes that we play on a loop. And thank you for joining us here on Tani Talks Radio. Join us next time, God willing, next week where we talk some topics for the week for the audience members to keep. And I'm your host, Tani.